0: It, this is not the Holy Letters of the Rebbe in Volume 8. This is letter number 2470. Baruch Hashem, this is dated the 14th day of Adarishin, Tavshin Yudalad. Today we're already up to the 15th day of Adarishin in us, in Tavshin Pei Beis. So this is, uh, like we said, 68 years ago. Okay? And the Rebbe addresses this with very great titles, to Maurenus Shloime Yosef Sheichia Zevin. Now, Rabbi Zevin, as we'll see in the end of the letter, Rabbi Gis uh, discusses a whole bunch of different things with this Rabbi Zevin. At the end, you'll see he was the author of the uh, scholarly work called the Encyclopedia Talmudis. That's a, a monumental work in which they tried to as the name, Encyclopedia, they tried to include the entire gamut of all of the Torah, (coughs) all of them in set it up by, um, indexed by topic. And this was a monumental work. And this Rabbi Zevin, he was one of the head uh, of the uh, editors. And one of the... uh, I guess one of the special thing about this is also that he very clear and precise language, you know, to give something over. He's authored many, many books. And he was also a great chassid. I know you may have heard there's called the books they have in today in English translated as well from Art Scroll, called Sipuri Chasidim. You no, know, the stories of Chasidim. He has a two volume, one going according to the Books to the order of the Parshia of the week, and one going by the festivals. And he has from many Hasidim and different Rebbe's and different uh, beautiful story how they associate. But he has also written many other works. Anyways, let's see what the Rebbe writes to him. So the Rebbe says to him, Shalom of Rachab. So the Rebbe said, I want to confirm receiving your letter dated the 16th day of Shabbat. I also got received regards to the great titles, Harav Vice Sheyichya gave regards, because this Rab Vice you'll see visited with Rabbi Zevin in Israel, and made the blessed Hashem grant each one of us to be able to give good news from here and on, only the good news whether it is general matters or it's personal matters. So that's the Rebbe wishing him. Now, it almost sounds like, from the letter, that somehow the report that he gave to the Rebbe was maybe not something that, because the Rebbe says, from here on, there should be only good. So maybe some things are negative. Not sure exactly what he was talking about, but I also noticed that in the letter, you see, it starts with (laughs) base. which means that number one is missing over here. So we may not know uh, what the Rebbe was referring to. I'm just reading it in between the lines, as we have to do many times because we don't have the actual uh, full letter. Now, also towards the end of the letter, we'll see the Rebbe addresses various different topics. Now, the first thing is, at that time we've had several letters from the Rebbe. They had published the Tanya, that's the basic book of Chabad uh, Hasidic literature authored by the first Chabad Rebbe of Zalman, the Tanya. Uh, this is the first time they printed it in the United States, which was in 1954. And the Rebbe sent copies to various different people, so he pointed out to the uh, Rebbe's, uh, to the mistakes over there in which he found uh, in the, um, there is a, uh, a or there is a, um, that tells you every day which to read, so we found a mistake over there, but here, look what the Rebbe says to him, the Rebbe says to him, as I wrote, I wrote to you in the previous letters, that because of all the preoccupation, the Rebbe says, I gave over, and I relied on the, uh, review, uh, the editor to look over, the copy editor, I guess, somebody to look over uh, things of this nature of other people. So the Rebbe said, you know, I've allowed other people to, to do it. And so, first of all, the Rebbe says that, you know, almost sounds like he can't do everything. Uh, and, you know, he has to rely on other people. And because of his preoccupation, and the Rebbe is thanking him for the notes that he made, and the Rebbe says, "In generally, you know, mistakes happen." Basically, he quotes the the verse. It says, "Shgiot miyavin." Who knows? uh, The verse says, "So there are mistakes." What could you do? All right. Anyways, that's the first point, and then uh, he makes other. corrections over there on what the Rebbe corrected over there. And the Rebbe just says to him that there was a uh, uh, a copy that the Rebbe found of some sort of corrections in the Tanya which was done uh, by some older chassid and um, seems like he was a uh, reliable source. And the Rebbe says, uh, I wasn't able to Really verify exactly who the author of those notes were. So the Rebbe says, I put in his corrections in the back as a possibility. The Rebbe didn't actually correct and say this was correct. This is a possibility. See, the Rebbe was very careful not to make, you know, corrections if he wasn't like 100% sure. The Rebbe says, it seemed like reliable, but I didn't put it in together with all the other corrections because I don't really know who it's from. I mean, I don't know who the who the one that made the correction. Okay, that's another thing. And there's a further aspect. Number four is also very technical things. How to uh, read uh, the Tanya's a word here there, but very technical. So we'll, we'll go move on to number five. Okay, so. This has to do with a previous letter that we've also read. At that time, they had this in Israel. They had the sherut leumi. Oh yeah. The sherut oh, yeah. leumi. That was the, uh, uh, the what? It was service to the yeah. people. Yeah. The but that, that was made. That was made mainly for, uh, I guess, for the people that didn't serve in the army or didn't want to serve in the army for religious reasons. But uh, the Rebbe thought that that was not something uh, which was appropriate and the Rebbe had a talk with this Rabbi Rabbi Weiss uh, but apparently uh, he talked with somebody it doesn't say dot 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 it doesn't say and that person who he talked with he says, uh, "So he said that he doesn't want to get involved in it at all." Uh, so the Rebbe, I think, from I'm trying to understand exactly what the Rebbe is saying over here. Uh, I think they gave over, as Thank if you. to say that the Rebbe said that this is totally prohibited. This. Uh, And the Rebbe said he didn't have to uh, like, uh, uh, you know, make it that this is like totally, uh, but just to know that this is not, the Rebbe was asking not to uh, make it into something totally a prohibition, but rather it should be viewed as something which is not acceptable. Again, it's hard to decipher exactly. There is more hidden than written. So I, I'll just leave to the point that I, we see what the Rebbe says over here. The Rebbe says, I once heard from my father-in-law that he wanted to travel. It was some community event that he needed to travel. But because of his health situation, he wasn't able to. So he gave a big sigh and he said, even when you want to do the will of Hashem, the blessed Hashem, you need a special privilege so you should have the ability to do so. Sometimes we want to do what Hashem wants us to do and yet you need a privilege for that. You can't... So the rabbi's is basically saying, I was trying to do... give an opportunity or try to do something in that vein and I didn't succeed. Basically, <laughs> the Rebbe is saying, you know, even to be able uh, to do what's right, you need to have a privilege. Not only uh, to, um, to uh, get the uh, uh, help of Hashem in everything, but even when you're trying to do uh, almost a mitzvah, and yet, and the Rebbe brings down it looked like Rabbi Zevin. He wrote to the Rebbe. He says, "Well, this became a whole political, uh, you know, it became a whole political issue. So he didn't. He doesn't want to get involved in it. He says it became politics. It's no longer, uh, uh, I guess, the rationale behind it. So he let it go. And the Rebbe quotes from a interesting Talmud. The Talmud says." How come Hashem uh, sees uh, he created the moon and he created the stars and he created the Sun and people worship people used to worship the stars the moon and the Sun so why does Hashem give them the opportunity to uh, to worship it by creating all these things he created this uh, all these uh, items so that they later on uh, worship it. So he asked it to the rabbi. He asked, I think, Rabbi Gamaliel. So he told him, he asked him, because there is fools out there that misuse God's beautiful world, so God should destroy his world? You know, there's a beautiful world out there. And God created things beautiful. Some people come and distort it. They misuse it. They mishandle it. And then you're asking, Hashem, take it away. But He uses the language, for the fools, God should destroy the world, those who misuse it. Similar thing I think we can say today, and again, everything, you got to be very careful when you make an analogy, but look, the internet, for example. Here we're using the internet, to spread Torah. We're learning together, we're reading the Rebbe's letters, we're learning encouragement. But One can say, well, the internet is used for terrible, terrible things as well. So, let's cut off the internet so that you can't use it for good things. So, the the expression would be just because there are fools out there that misuse it, so should we not use it for the positive things. Hashem wants us. Of course, we got to make all kinds of precautions that make sure to only be used for the positive, but yet so the Rebbe is telling him okay, so they made it into an, uh, to an idea of politics, so is that why you're just dropping the ball altogether? The Rebbe didn't think that that was the right, uh, the right approach. In any event it's absolutely Rabbi Yes? When I when- We see from this letter the Rebbe is added what well, we can take out if things get into politics, don't just drop it because it took a bad turn because we're not supposed to, we still have to do what we have to do in the positive way. Then number six, the Rebbe says to him, as far as Chabad activities, I'm sure the Rebbe says, you are occupying yourself to the extent of your possibility. And again, it seems from between the lines, I see there was opposition To Chabad, I'm not sure exactly, but there was someone But the Rebbe says, I am sure. The Rebbe says, in the end, we will be victorious. The Rebbe says, at the end, while there's uh, while there is obstacles and there's people standing in the way, but we'll come out victory victorious in the end. But the Rebbe says, we have to pray, and we have to do as in actuality, whatever is necessary, so that this should happen as soon as possible, so that what needs to be done, accomplished, should be accomplished as soon as possible, because the Rebbe says we only have a limited amount of days in this world, so we have days to accomplish, so we can't just, we don't have an endless amount of time, so we have to do as much as we can to do this, to see to it, so basically this is also the Rebbe's approach, that whatever needs to be do, done, needs to be done in as soon as possible, because time is limited, and one should actively do to the extent they can. Again, it's a little bit hidden exactly what the Rebbe was talking over there about specifically. So, number seven, the Rebbe discusses him, he has a he had a little uh, a book that has a commentary on the Tanya, and the Rebbe says, "I don't have a copy of that," uh, but the Rebbe says, "I may it may be the same." Uh, the Rebbe says where it is, and the Rebbe says, uh, "If this is something different that I have than what you had, so please loan it to me for a while. I'll give it back to you," and uh, the Rebbe. Once, I mean, the Rebbe was a tremendous collector of Swarm, but the Rebbe, in his publishing of the tanya and everything else, the Rebbe wanted to have as broad. Remember, we didn't have all the internet, all the ability of having everything. Today we have, but a lot of these books were, like in handwriting, or they were scarce, and they were scattered all over. So the Rebbe basically asks him to share them with him for a certain amount of time. And as, number eight, he asked the Rebbe to send him the various different uh, talks. So the Rebbe says he gave over to Secretary's Dale, uh, uh, send it to him, and the Rebbe is also number nine, thanking him for the report uh, of what took place at the Fabrangan of Yitzchikistam the Kfar. Now, finally, the Rebbe says number ten, Rebbe says, the last thing the Rebbe says, this is the most, the most important thing. I want to confirm receiving the fifth volume of the Encyclopedia Talmudis, the Talmudic Encyclopedia. And the Rebbe gives him exceptional praise. The Rebbe says, as you have done in the previous volumes, in other words, the first volume, also in this one, you've done a wonderful work and a giant, the Rebbe, uh, and also with wisdom, and very organized. These uh, words come from the Rebbe, you know, so (laughs) the Rebbe, you know, gives him a very uh, specific praise, wonderful work, giant work, and with wisdom and with uh, a tremendous order, you organize, very organization, uh, today, like for example, it's, it still continues. I think there must be close to twenty volumes now. This is talking about nine in 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 uh, in fifty four. But today, we have close to twenty volumes of this. Uh, but the Rebbe says, based on the above, the Rebbe says I see that you have a tremendous. Based on the expression my father in law said, in that you have a tremendous merit from above that Hashem gave you an opportunity to uh, edit and to publish actually such svarim, such books that their benefit is so great more and more. Again, an encyclopedia Talmud that includes is tremendous. And Rebbe actually gets very personal over here. So the Rebbe says, first of all, now before the Rebbe gets personal, the Rebbe's going to talk that he tried to look up something, the Rebbe's going to make some note before the Fabrian he looked up in the encyclopedia, because he wanted to discuss that topic, so the Rebbe's going to make a note in a minute, but here, the Rebbe says, I'm a little bit surprised, uh, to find out, so that even though in the past year, it's already almost a year and a half, they funded and they allocated from the fund of Atzola in Chicago a thousand shekel for the publishing of the encyclopedia. And they never gave you the money. Why? And the, peop- the, the reason that they didn't send the money is because the people who are involved with the publishing to the, of the encyclopedia did not provide them a detail of the expenses and income that they asked it for many months. So the Rebbe says, you have a thousand shekel, in those days it was a lot of money. <laughs> in 1954, you have a thousand shekels sitting there to help you publish, and they're waiting for a report, and you didn't provide the report. And by the way, the Rebbe says, when I looked in, as it contains, to one of the Fabrenians over here, about the blessing on mitzvahs, that was the discussion of there. So the Rebbe says, so I used uh this uh, the the encyclopedia to uh look up this topic so the Rebbe says I'm surprised why uh there is a rule that when we ever we make a bracha we have to do the bracha before we do the mitzvah so anytime like uh whenever you're gonna uh before you shake the lulav, you make the bracha. Then you shake the lulav. Before you make the shofar, you you, uh, you you make the bracha. Then you always do the mitzvah before you do the mitzvah. So over there, he brought down apparently only the reasoning that the Ramban says, and you don't bring down the reasoning of the Ritva. Uh, no, he they, actually they only brought down. The ritva, not the So basically, this is also a technical thing. So the rebbe is saying, I was looking up, and the rebbe has a a, a, points out. Now the rebbe blesses him with success and all the above, wishes him a long, long days, good years, and fruitful years. And the rebbe says, be relaxed of spirit and uh, wide spirit and menuchas anefesh, and that's. The letter now. The Rebbe has a P.S. over here. The Rebbe was very fond, and uh, the Rebbe always wanted people to make the study of Torah easier. It shouldn't be so. Uh, the Rebbe said the Rebbe was very much for writing and for people indexes. And today, the Rebbe would love the uh, uh, you know the availability of things to look up you know all the time. And this is actually one of the things that I'm heavily involved is is using the internet to spread torah and also helping by uh bringing in notes and uh today we have what's called links so you link from one to the other so when you want to look up something instead of having to go search and everything else you just click the button and it takes you to where you want to uh do uh so the rebbe also says here uh Here's another topic. The Rebbe discussed Those in a previous letter. Uh, There was an issue with missionaries in Israel. Uh, And there was a request, there was a suggestion that Chabad should get involved uh, in this, the war against the missionaries. And also on an official way. Uh, So the Rebbe says, first of all, heading such a thing needs to be somebody responsible. It also needs to be Uh, someone who would tie uh, Chabad with the offices uh, to receive the funding for this war against the missionaries, Uh, somebody needs to fund this all. So you need somebody with connections to get the funding. So the Rebbe is asking his opinion, whether that young man who they suggested, they came to the Rebbe, is he actually a fitting candidate is he? The Rebbe wants to know. Look, is he organized? Is he a tactful? Is he a respectful? Uh, a person with uh, uh, a respectful person, the balnimus? Nimus, or maybe et cetera, et cetera. Rebbe says, you know, you need the right person for that. Or perhaps the Rebbe said, maybe you have another idea about other people who are from from come from Chabad who will be fitting to there. So. The Rebbe basically wants to know from him, does he think that this is a good candidate or does he have another candidate? But the Rebbe right away is cautious. And the Rebbe says, it's not like we're looking, it's not Chabad's to compete, uh, to try to get this, this job. If there is already somebody doing things in an organized way, practically from other religious part, uh, groups, uh, then, you know, let them go ahead and do it. The Rebbe says no. He doesn't. Only the Rebbe says in a way that there should be no competition and also not repetitive work. You know, if somebody's doing it, not to repeating the same work. The Rebbe says then do it. I mean, again, you see here, I mean, this is talking about a specific case, but you see the Rebbe's idea. The Rebbe doesn't want Chabad to get involved in something that somebody else is doing and to start to compete with them. The Rebbe says, no, let them do it. In the other hand, also the Rebbe says, he doesn't want to duplicate the work. He doesn't want to compete, he doesn't want to duplicate the work. But if it needs to be done, and that's going to be done, the Rebbe wants to have the proper candidate. If it's not the proper candidate, the Rebbe wants to make sure that you have somebody responsible, somebody organized, somebody who is a respectful person, who was uh, proper for the job, et cetera, et cetera.